You're listening to the Getting Ahead Podcast, where we talk about self-improvement in every aspect of life as we know it, with some of the most interesting people in various industries. Welcome to another episode of the Getting Ahead Podcast. Our guest for today's episode is Oliver C. Marcel. He's a husband, father, author, speaker, and marriage strategist. As marriage strategies, he provides married couples with communication and intimacy tool to build the relationship of their dreams. Through his book, Overcoming the Man Laws, he also empowers men to overcome the man laws mindset that has been holding them back and achieve what he refers to as 2020 before hindsight and show as the best version of themselves. Welcome to the show, Oliver. It's good to have you here and I hope... uh, you get to have fun as much as uh, I do as well when I'm interviewing guests. And I look forward to hearing the tips that you're about to give to us. And uh, we hope uh, the audience as well learn a lot from, from today's episode as well. Once again, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure, man. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this conversation. Thank you for having me. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, so tell us about yourself, background... Uh, information so the audience will get to know you a bit more. Sure, sure. I am a husband, father, uh, newly grandfather. So I'm in a new phase of life right now, uh, running around behind a 20 month old (laughs) grandson. And so, so new phase of life, but husband, father, speaker, author, marriage strategist, um, which is a very fancy word for marriage coach. <laughs> um, and, and, and basically, um, I'm just somebody who's just passionate about relationships. I have um, been married to my wife for, uh, okay, let's see, in a few weeks after this taping, it'll be 21 years. Wow. In, a, in about 10 days or so after this taping, it'll be 21, 21 years since we've been married. And just I've been I've been living, man, to be to to put it in in a nutshell, I guess, in a sentence, man. I've, I'm, I'm a guy who has learned from his mistakes and who has experienced some things and have learned some lessons from those experiences, man. And I'm attempting to use those to live as a better husband, to live as a better father, uh, to live as a better man. And so that's 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 me in a nutshell. Born in the United States, uh, born to uh, parents that were from originally from the Caribbean. So have a Caribbean background with my father being from Trinidad and my mom being from Grenada. But I was born in the States, uh, one of two siblings. I have a, a younger sis- sister that's younger than I am and uh, husband to one wife, father to three grown kids the youngest of which is 18 uh and like i said in the beginning newly newly grandfather so yeah that's me uh, congrats on the new grandchild <laughs> <laughs> thank you much appreciated we're having we're having a lot of fun with that little guy <laughs> yeah, that's good that's good so like you said 21 years that's 21 that's, years yeah that's a long time i mean so how do you get how do you sustain relationship for that long listen um through trial and error and and the reason why i say that i know that's probably going to shock some folks because 
what happens a lot in, in marriages is that when they, when people reach the error stage of trial and error, they run away. But anything that, um, anything that has any level of longevity, there's going to be a period of time where either something is not working the way you want it to. There's some adjustment that needs to be made. There's some reinvention of some kind that has to happen in order for, if you think about anything that's gone for eons of years, right? There's some underlying things that are the same, but over time things change. So if you think about, let's, let's think about TV shows. Like I don't know what your favorite TV show is in Nigeria, but I think about a TV show in like, for example, in the States, Sesame street for kids, right? Sesame street has been around probably since I was a kid and I'm almost 50 years old. Now there's some of the same elements are in Sesame street, but over the year, the people changed. They made some adjustments to the set. They made some adjustments to the intro and outro music some things had to take place in order to, so that they could move with the times and so that they could adjust to the scenarios that they find themselves in. And it's the same thing with marriage. In order for me to get to 21 years, I had to make some adjustments to who I was. I tried some things, they worked, and I immediately began to incorporate them consistently. I tried some things, they failed miserably. I had to go back to the drawing board and be like, okay, what do I do to fix this so that we can keep going? So that's what I mean when I say trial and error. Wow, that's that's really well, that's really interesting. So if as a marriage strategist, like you said, um, mm -hmm. what, what's the first step when you are uh, when you take on some clients or a couple to be exact, and you're trying to okay. get to know where they're at and you're trying to give them tips to on how they can get to where they want to be. How do you go about it? My preferred method is uh, to use, well, let me, let me give some context. We, we have several certifications in, in different programs yeah. that do uh that are for mentoring and for coaching and that kind of thing. One of the particular programs had, they all have assessments. There's one particular assessment called the better love assessment that I really love. And so my preferred method is when we're bringing on a client, I have them do that assessment first. From the results of that assessment, I'm able to get a baseline of, okay, where's this couple at? What's their personality style? What's their views on money? What's their views on sex? What's their views on, on, on child raising? You know, the whole gamut. It gives me a good baseline to start from. And then with that baseline, we begin to build some strategy on how they can achieve the goals that they have. Because along with the results, I also asked the couple to give me some specific goals that they're looking for. Many couples say we want to communicate better. We want to grow our level of intimacy we want to fight less. We want, you know, they have several goals that they want to accomplish. And uh, along with their goals and the baseline that I get from that assess from the results from that assessment, I use that to craft some strategy moving forward. Wow, that, that, that's great. So if any, let's say, for example, you attend a wedding, wedding ceremony and uh, 
your opportunity to give an advice or just one advice to either either of the couple or both what would be your <laughs> number one advice to them i think i would sum it up in this um four words commitment requires consistent effort yeah. commitment requires consistent effort that frees a lot of couples because often we get into something and feel like we got to be perfect we got to always get it right yeah. if we don't get it right oh the world the sky is falling no no consistent effort doesn't mean you always get it right if you think about your favorite sports team they may have a year where they go undefeated yeah. that could happen and if it does that's great that doesn't happen every season though no it doesn't now if you take a if you take a loss it doesn't mean the team is horrible it just means that hey we got to do some tweaking and we'll we'll get out there and get the next one the team doesn't have to dismantle you don't have to break from the league you don't have to do all this crazy stuff right if you yeah. if you just have a loss yeah. You just watch the tape, you regroup, you go back to practice, you put some things in place and you go to the next game. It's the same thing in marriage. Just requires consistent effort. Yeah. The teams that are great are the ones that get out on the field and they just put put it all on the line. Yeah. And it's the same thing in marriage. So that would be the four words. Commitment requires consistent effort. Yeah, I, I guess that that is um, one of the things that is kind of lacking these days. Um consistent effort people people tend to not want to it's not working let's just mm -hmm. call it quits or it's not my yeah. ideal type of relationship or it's not what i what i felt it would be at after yep. this number of years and then again it comes to a point whereby my opinion and a lot of people also feel that uh, uh influence from the environment i want to mean influence from the environment i mean from uh people in your network friends other couples mm -hmm. social media especially yeah that's uh, a big one it's a big one as always. and if you look at the social media aspect it's it's really a big challenge for couples because especially for people who who tend to be a little bit dreamy about the idea of what marriage should be it should be perfect both people should be happy all the time everywhere <laughs> agree on stuff yep. no arguments so how how do you advise couples to say look put social media aside you can't be happy all the time right there will be disagreements you don't need to force the other person to like what you like 100% of the time how do you how do you get this message across to people who are at a point where they feel uh, if if they don't get help soon they might just have to call it quits man when 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 a couple is in that stage where they're like man either this is either we're gonna, we're going to try this and if it doesn't work that's it yeah. Typically at that point, you can just literally do what you just did and just tell them that. Well, because at well. that point, they're just like, I don't know what else to do. And so it people who 
know me and have been around me for a while know that I'm a straight shooter. So I'm going to tell you, hey, listen, the goal is not for you to always agree. Someone told me this. I I read this in a book, um, this quote that says uh, oneness does not mean sameness. So the goal is to become one. The goal is not to become the same. Two different people, two different backgrounds, two different families of origin. You are going to disagree. Let's just get that out on the table right now. You're going to disagree. A healthy relationship is not characterized by whether you disagree or not. A healthy relationship is characterized by when you disagree, how efficiently do you handle that disagreement? And then we start crafting strategy with the couple about, okay, when these disagreements come up, how do you communicate? What are the words that you should be saying? What are the words that you should not be saying? What are the, what are the phrases that should be happening? What we, we go through all of that. Right. And then with the social media piece, it's about realizing, Hey, listen, social media has, it has, it's given us this ideology that we always have to put our best foot forward so we see the beautiful couple that's in jamaica uh, (laughs) in the waterfall but we don't know that they've been fighting all day before that picture yeah right or they didn't speak to each other that whole night afterward you know it's, it's we you can't you can't compare your entire life and this is another quote i heard from somewhere you can't compare your entire life to somebody's highlight reel you just can't you can't because what you'll do is you'll be chasing something that is not realistic it's just not realistic and your your relationship is not going to be like my relationship which is not going to be like the next man's relationship you have to begin to craft strategy for your own relationship it's like telling your favorite team to go out and play like their rivals no, play like you play as the best person that you are on your team for the win that you're looking for. And so I'm pretty straightforward with them, especially when I have the results in front of me from that assessment, because the results don't lie. So I can I can shoot, you know, and say exactly what I need to say, because there's a part of the um, assessment that deals with compatibility wow. and it lists 25 different areas. And it, it shows how compatible they are in those areas. And not how compatible, but how, how much continuity they have between each other. And, man, so there's so many couples, man, where the, the list, the, the gap is so wide. And there's so much work that has to be done on themselves individually so that they can become great team members, man. So that's what I tell them. I'm pretty straightforward. When it comes to social media, when it comes to... Um, conflict resolution and some of these things that are going to be parts of a relationship. Like think, think about this, man, outside of relationships. Do you agree with everybody that you've ever met? No way. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to be the same way in marriage. It's two different people trying to live. Like think about me and my wife. We've been together. We've been married coming up on 21 years. I've known her for 26 there's absolutely no way on God's green earth that we have agreed on at about everything in 26 years. It's impossible because we're two different people. So the question now becomes when we do disagree, 
how do we handle it like intelligent adults? What communication skills do we need to use? What conflict resolution and conflict management skills do we need to incorporate into our daily lives so that those disagreements don't disintegrate our relationship? Yeah, that, that's, that's really great. So it has to be, like you said, consistent effort from both parties all the time, always. Uh, yep. it's, really, it's really hard work. Take myself, I've been married for 10 years now. And if I I say, uh, yes, it has the ups and downs, like you said, Mm -hmm. continuous, consistent efforts to make sure it works. There's always sometimes disagreements, you know, sometimes pushbacks from both parties. Nobody wants to cave in. Nobody wants to say, okay, I admit I'm sorry. It Mm -hmm. happens, but like you rightly said, sitting down and actually taking note to say, okay, uh, we had an issue and we have to come back to it to try to resolve that issue. I think that is where the work itself lies uh, because yep. yeah, because it's always easy to have an, you know, most times in relationship, it's easier for people to remember the core of the fights more yeah. than the good times. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. True. Yeah, so it's uh, like a friend of mine said, he said uh, most people don't realize that marriage is like, how how did you, I'm trying to put these exact words, but I'll just put it how I remember it. It's like a way that God has put on earth to try to test us and let us have, have, have a tiny idea of how, for Christians, let me use, I don't know, let me not generalize as per the Christian angle, for us to, to actually have an idea of how he feels <laughs> when, yep. when we keep offending him and he still has to love us. <laughs> so, you better believe it. It, yeah, is, yeah, so it is a great, yep, it's a great mirror of yeah. how he deals with us. It's exactly. a great mirror. And what I tell couples, I tell couples this often. When it comes, especially when it comes to conflict resolution, when there's something that you need to resolve, there's a couple of things that I tell couples often. And I tell them, if you think about standing on your position, right? Like, this is how I feel. This is how it's going to be. And you're not going to tell me any different, right? Often what we do is we fight based on our position, but we never take the time to explore the interest that is tied to that position. So let's say, for example, I'm like, okay, I'm, let me t- pick, pick something silly. I'm never going to eat broccoli. I don't care whether you cook it. I don't care whether I don't, I'm never going to eat it. That's my position, right? Yeah, yeah. So we fight back and forth because maybe she she wants to cook broccoli or she wants to have broccoli in the house, and so now we're fighting over that. Yeah. Now what we haven't what we have not done, no one has said, okay, well, why do you feel so strongly about that? Yeah. And then maybe then that'll give me a chance to be like, well, you know what? I ate some broccoli when I was a kid. I had a bad reaction since then. I just don't want to. You see, that changes the dynamic of the conversation completely. Exactly. When you take a moment, take a moment to just step down off your position for a second and look at the interest that's tied or the why that's tied to that position. And it may take your conversation down a totally different path. 
That's one thing I tell couples all the time. The other thing is in, in most conversations that are difficult conversations, you should have three elements. You should have explanation, clarification, and negotiation. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. you that if you could make it through those three phases, you will resolve the conflict. And you're going to learn something about your spouse in the, in, in, in the process. Uh, go through it again. Explanation. Explanation, clarification, and negotiation. So there has to be a period of time where you're explaining, yeah. which means you got to get off your position in order to explain some things. Yeah. Now, as you're explaining something, let's take my wife and I, for example, I'm explaining something to my wife. It now gives her the opportunity to clarify, to be like, no, that's not what I was trying to say. This is what I was trying to say. Or, or yes, that's what I was trying to say. But I was, what I meant was, then it goes into that clarification stage, right? You may go back and forth between explanation and clarification for a little while, and then you move into negotiation. Okay. Now that we know and we're clear on everything, what do we need to do so that this doesn't happen again? Or what do we need to do so this does happen if it's a good thing, whatever it is, yeah. right? Then you begin to negotiate. Okay, well, listen, the reason why, you know, I flew off the handle, these certain words trigger me. Can you not say those words anymore? Now we're negotiating and I'm learning something like, oh, I never knew those words triggered you. Absolutely. I won't say those anymore. And, and you see what I'm saying? So it, yeah. those three things are so important. Explanation, clarification, negotiation especially in tense conversations or difficult conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's only, it's, I think the only thing there is that both parties have to learn to be able to give right. room for these three steps because, you know, sometimes emotion, right. tensions are high, emotions are high. Nobody wants to listen to the other person. Yep. <laughs> sometimes I, have, say, I have many couples who, yeah. who never get out of that. They never get out of the explanation stage. Yeah. Well, you didn't in, tell me. In the explanation stage, they start fighting. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> it happens. And, right. and, so, and so it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning, trial yeah. and error. Yeah, you're not gonna always get it right. Yeah. You're gonna try to go through the three phases, and you may not make it. Okay, that's fine. Consistent effort. We'll try again so next, next time. time. Uh, that, and practice. Great. Practice makes perfect. After a while, you get you know you get used to it. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So, like everybody always says, communication is key. Communication is key, not just in relationships, in every aspect of life when you have to deal with humans, even in business as well, communication is key. Now, uh, when you're in couples that, that are maybe one person is not, because most times in a couple, there's always one person who's better, who tends to be better than the other person in communication. How do I now improve on it in a relationship with somebody like my wife now? How do you advise people in such a situation? So let me start by saying this. Yeah. Use, I use a little bit different terminology. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say somebody's good and somebody's not good. Yeah. I'm going to say that you communicate differently. Yeah. And so the question, what, what we do with couples is we take them through a process where they discover their specific communication style. So once the husband discovers what their 
communication style is the wife discovers what their communication style is now we have to craft a strategy on how do those styles work together because here's the thing typically not a hundred not a hundred percent across the board but typically there is no quote unquote bad communication style now if you're just not communicating at all you're just silent and you shut down then that's a problem but there's different communication styles i'll give you an example my wife and i are complete opposite of the spectrum my wife is what what's called a procrastinator as it relates to communications she needs time to process she needs time to think she's not gonna she's not gonna blurt things out she's not if something happens, she may not want to talk about it right away. She's that kind of person, right? I'm the exact opposite. I'm what we call a shotgun communicator. If something happens right now, I talk about it right now. I want to hash it out now. I want to put on boxing gloves. I want to get it done now. How, how do we live? Like we're complete. Now, how do we live like that? And that's where the strategy comes in, right? There's conversations that have to happen. And so what we have couples do is go through a process where they identify what their most important emotional needs are as it relates to how they like to be communicated to. And back to what I was talking about with the assessment, a a piece, a big piece of that assessment is communication. So coming out of that assessment, we know how each person likes to be communicated to, and we know the communication things that they want to work on. And we can take that and craft strategy. So for the two of you, right, to use the example you just gave me, yeah. what, what, what you have to find out is how does she like to be communicated to? Yeah. And then how many of those things in, negoti- in the negotiation phase can you begin to incorporate and vice versa, right? Yeah. You may never be on her level per se, yeah. but you may learn how to do some things that make her feel heard, that make her feel validated, that make her feel acknowledged and give her the opportunity to open back up to you. But you may never get on her level. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? So it's, it's uh, about so, finding that strategy. Yeah, it's about finding that strategy that works. Oh, wow, that's great, that's great. So how come, as in, tell us your journey as to how you chose to become a marriage strategist. Among other things, speaker, author as well. Yeah, I, I, I think God, it was God that led me into it, to be honest. We, we were that, you know how you have couples where people just come to them and just kind of spill their guts and like, yeah. we just become these like pseudo counselors to people <laughs> over different like, we, it was kind of like that for us. And so we'd have you know, couples from church or couples that we went to school with or that kind of thing that would come to us and ask for advice. And so from there, we started a blog several years ago. And that was it. My thing was like, I'm just going to write. I'll throw it up on the website. If somebody reads it, fine. If they don't, fine. But God wanted something else. So, you know, in 2015, someone asked us to speak and then we started doing stuff on YouTube and it started a podcast. And and then started then and then somebody approached us and was like, hey, do you guys coach couples? And we're like, uh, at the time, I was like, I don't even know if I really want to get into that. Like, that's yeah. that, you know, I had to do some soul searching. Like, am I that passionate? You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> to sit down and listen. Yeah. And, you know, long story short, here we are, you know, um, 
some years later with that, I wrote a book for men last year. And so been doing some things with that and, and men's empowerment and men's enrichment. And it just kind of mushroomed over the years as we began to see, you know, God kind of leading us like, hey, we became the marriage ministry leaders at our church that took it to, a, you know, another dimension as well, as far wow. as in our involvement with couples, man. So it just kind of organically, well, with God organically, just yeah. kind of morphed into these different things, man. And so here we are now. I'm actually, I've actually just this year stepped out and within the last month stepped out to do it full time. Wow. Uh, that's yeah. great. Con congratulations on the feats you've achieved so far you, to you and your wife as well. Uh, Thank you. I, th I think, uh, I think uh, it's a good thing when couples and people come into uh, marriage counseling. I feel marriage as an institution is, it's really uh, under a lot of attacks recently. I mean, yeah. 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 yeah, because even the younger generation are thinking, why do I need to get married when I'm hearing all these negative things coming up? And uh, it's going to take efforts from everyone to try and salvage that institution going forward into the future because it's really, really facing some tough challenges right now. And uh, yeah. for people like, like you, I think uh, you're doing a good job. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I agree with you, man. I, I, we do have to do, we do have a responsibility to paint a different picture. Yes. You know, and, and that's what we're trying to do, man. One couple at a time, change the perspective about this thing. Like it's not a burden. It's yeah. not a ball and chain, not a death sentence. Like this could be a fantastic journey Yeah. and you have to approach it as such you know what i'm yeah. saying if you're taking a long say you're taking a long journey somewhere by car right this is going to be on the road hours and hours and hours you're taking this long journey think of all the things that could happen yeah. one you could have a phenomenal trip the whole way yeah. no incidents nothing bad laughter fun wind in the hair you know all of that could be yeah. great yeah. but you might run out of gas or you might get a flat tire or I don't know, something might happen. But if you get a flat tire, do you abandon the car? No. Do you like, you know what? Let's burn this car down. <laughs> we got a flat tire. We don't want yeah, We don't right. do that. We do that in our relationships. Yeah. Like some little thing happens and we have disagree about something, we burn the whole thing down. Yeah. Marriage is a journey. Get out there, strategize, put the tire back on put despair, do whatever it is and continue on your journey. Yeah, and so we do have an obligation yeah. to, to change the narrative. Yes, yes, exactly. So tell, tell us more about the book. Oh man. So the book is, um, and I know we're, we're, you and I are on video, but I know this is audio. So the folk who are listening won't be able to see this, but I have on a t-shirt that says 2020 before hindsight. Yeah. And so the whole book the premise of the book is I have, like I said in the beginning, you know, learned from a lot of my mistakes. And if you think about the word man laws, right, if you there are certain things that we've been taught by our fathers, uncles, brothers, cousins, men in our lives, in our neighborhoods, yeah. that were things that you had to do 
like a man does this or a man does not do this. We all have those things, right? Some of those things I realized that as I became a husband and a father, they didn't work. Like it was actually doing the opposite for me. It was actually yeah. ruining my relationship. Yeah. And I had to unlearn some things and relearn some things. And so with the book, what I do is I take five lessons that I've learned and I break them out into eight pillars. So I'm talking about trust, altruism, respect, relationships, leadership, mental stamina, faith. I'm talking about those areas based on the five lessons that I've learned. And I'm just sharing my journey of self-discovery in those areas and the journey that I'm still on in some of those areas. And so that's in a nutshell what the book is about, man. And, and the goal being to help folk achieve 2020 before hindsight. Cause you know, the phrase hindsight is 2020. Yeah. I feel like there are certain things I'm living in hindsight yeah. because there were some just bad choices and things of that nature. If I can do anything that allows the next person to not go through that and achieve 2020 before hindsight, then I'm, I'm, I've done my job. Okay. That's fantastic. Sounds like a great read. So is it focused on men or because you said man laws or is it for both genders? Well, it is folk. It is primarily geared towards men. Now here's what I've realized. And, and ironically, we're, this is the year, this month that this is being recorded is the one year anniversary of the book being out. Wow. Um, and uh, the book is primarily geared towards men. But what I've realized over the last year is that several women have read the book. Matter of fact, there's even somebody who put a, a, um, uh, a review on Amazon saying that you don't have to be a man to read this book. <laughs> I, have a chapter, I have a chapter. It's chapter six in the book is about relationships. Yeah. And every woman. Every woman that has, well, I can't say every woman that's read the book because I haven't talked to every woman that's read the book, but of the women who have talked to me and told me that they read the book, yeah. they all like the same chapter, which is chapter six, <laughs> which is the relationship. <laughs> Somebody told me, and you need to write a whole book on just chapter six. <laughs> uh, we'll see. And has had some, some good reviews so far. So I thank God for that. It's been um, several people have told me that it's been beneficial to, to hear another man's journey. So, and that's basically what it is. Oh, that's great. That's great. So if somebody wants to get the book, is on Amazon, right? 2020 before hindsight. It's it's on Amazon. Now the book is not called 2020 before hindsight. The okay, book is actually entitled. No, no, no. That's fine. Overcoming okay. the man law. Okay. Is okay. the name of the book overcoming the man laws. And yes, it is on Amazon. They could also get it on my website. So if they go to Denali, which is D as in David, E N as in Nancy, O L I dot org. You can also purchase it there as well. So either either or um, right now, actually, for your listeners, I can give you the link. Um, and if I don't know if you put it in the show notes, if you want, no, I'm actually that. giving I'm actually giving away the first two chapters for free um, okay, as because it's, it's the one year anniversary. So I'm feeling wow. generous. I just matter of fact, just before we started taping this, I 
I put a video out saying that I'm giving away the first three chapters for free. So I can, I can put that link. Um, I can give you that link and you can provide that to your listeners. Okay. All they have to do is put in their name and email address. Okay. They'll get the first two chapters for free. That's great. That's great. That's great. So, uh, so tell us more about your journey as speaker. So what kind of, is it, do you mainly do uh, marriage counseling when you, when you speak or you speak on other things as well? Well, um, primarily when we get up to speak, it's going to be something about marriage and relationships. Um, of course, now, since the book has been written over the last year, I have had the opportunity a couple times uh, to speak specifically on the book. Okay. Uh, but generally, when we get up to speak, it's going to be something geared towards marriage Irish. and relationships. And so okay. that's, yeah, so that's where... That's where our kind of bread and butter is as it relates to speaking topics. Um, we do something on communication that seems to go over well with folks. During this pandemic, we learned something about each other. So during the pandemic, we celebrated tw- our 20 year anniversary wow. and we learned wow. something that year about each other as it relates to our approach to building intimacy. So we took what we learned and we created a, a talk entitled Increasing Intimacy and we've had the, the chance to do that a few times over the last several months. And so it's, it's always going to be something related to relationships. Yeah. And, and what I've come to love about us, right? And this, yeah. I'm, this is not bragging. It's just what I've come to lo- love about us is that we, if you hear us talking about something, nine times out of 10, you can guarantee it's something that we went through. Okay. So if you if you we do something on YouTube called short tips for a long marriage and there that's exactly what there is short tips no video is more than like 5 minutes 9 times out of 10 it's out of our own playbook yeah. and what i appreciate about that is is what it it shows couples that hey a couple that's been married 21 years still goes through some stuff yeah and here's how they handle it and if they handled it you can too. Exactly. You know, and that's just been our thing, man. If we can, if we can get through this journey and have a good time, so can you. That's fantastic. So like you said, it's on Amazon, your website. So I'll definitely just get your links so I can put it up on the show notes so everybody can reach you with the different channels that uh, you're on. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll provide all of that for you. And then, like I said, with the book, you know, who knows, I may do it for the rest of the year. You know, you get the first two chapters for free. I don't know. I'm feeling good right now. So yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. ride the wave until <laughs> right. and you should feel good. I mean, uh, writing a book is no, it's no easy feat. It's something that uh, takes uh, time and the effort. So yeah. and you're, you're also impacting on life positively. So should feel good about that so that's yeah. uh, that's the way life should be should be lived we should yeah. all impact on other people positively <laughs> i think if we all did that the world would be a much better place <laughs> telling you I, I agree we we have to just you know like you know like you were saying we have to we just got to do our part man to change the narrative right and our part doesn't necessarily have to be a big part. Like I'm not no huge famous guy or nothing like that. I'm just, no. you know, I'm just Oliver in my corner of the world trying to do what 
you know, little good I can, man, and just hope that God blesses it. Yeah. And that's, I think that's, that's what we should all be doing. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, Oliver, for, for joining the show. And uh, your words today really definitely would have inspired some people out there not to give up, to try working hard on their relationships, because that is what it takes to, like you said, to lead, leave, have a long lasting relationship. It's not going to be all roses and wine all the time. Like they said, even roses have thorns on it. So everybody should be ready to work hard, fight hard, reconcile mm -hmm. hard. <laughs> so everything should be done with uh, maximum effort uh, so that to, to keep the balance. And I yeah, wish, uh, yeah. Play hard, play hard, just do it, you know, do it to the best of your ability yeah. and stay consistent. So, Oliver, please give us one more words of wisdom on relationship to the, to the listeners out there, especially sure. for those, sorry, especially for those who have been as in kind of uh, people who are in a rocky situation right now, people who are thinking about, oh, should I get married? Should I really? Should I not? I don't know. I think I'll just wait it out and find out. Oh, I should not based on what I've heard so far. What would you like to say to such people? So, so to the people who say they should not based on what they've heard, yeah. you have to recognize that your path is not going to be somebody else's path. Yeah. And to be quite honest, a lot of what you're seeing that's out front for you to see, there's a whole lot behind the scenes you don't see. Yeah. And if you saw what was behind the scenes, that would give you better perspective. Walk your path. For those of for people who are thinking about getting married, marriage is a phenomenal journey. Imagine teaming up with somebody that you get you get the opportunity to learn everything about them. You get the opportunity to enjoy life with them. You get the opportunity to experience all sorts of things with this person who becomes over time, or maybe even before you walk down the aisle, your best friend. That's what marriage is. Yeah. And everything you think that goes along with that goes along with that, but it's all part of the ingredients that make up this beautiful cake called marriage. The ingredients alone by themselves, if you look at the ingredients by themselves, then you might not get married. So if you think about a cake, if I just hand you flour and say, eat this, or I just hand you eggs and butter and mix them together and be like, drink this, you'd be like, nah, I'm good. I don't want that. Yeah. But if I take all of those things and I put them in this proper form, bake it, put the icing on it and give it to you. You will still eat those same ingredients, but you'll enjoy it because it's what you made it to be, right? So don't look at anybody else's yeah. situation. Make your situation the way you want to with the ingredients that are specific for your scenario and enjoy life. That's what I would say to the people who are thinking about marriage and are getting all of these crazy images from everywhere else. Put all of that out of your head. For the person that's married and it's rocky right now, you're not sure what you want to do. Begin to craft a blueprint. What is your ideal relationship look like? And then once you get that idea of what your ideal relationship looks like, begin to reverse engineer and start to get the tools, get the things that you need 
to craft the ideal that you have in your head because it's about building something, right? We don't fall out of love. Love dies. So what do we need to keep love alive? If you think about a plant, right? Plant dies because you're not watering it. It's not getting the right sunlight. It might not be in the right size pot. All of these different things that may happen that keep the plant from growing the way it should. Find your ideal. Create what that is. Go back and get the pieces you need to make that ideal. And if you're not sure what those pieces are, grab a coach to help you do it. Fantastic. Oliver, it's been great listening to you. And I hope uh, we get to talk again sooner or later because I think... uh, Please, let's stay connected. Yes, I definitely want to stay connected. I know the fans will definitely want to hear something more from you again going down the line. So drop your lines for me through email. I'll be sure to share them as well for anybody that wants to get across to you or to purchase your book as well. Thank you very much, Oliver. It's been a blast speaking with you. And I wish you all the best and success in all your endeavors. My regards to your family as well. Man, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. This was this was awesome, man. And like I said, let's stay connected. Regards to your family as well. Man, at some point, man, I gotta I gotta get across the border, man. I've never been. So yeah, wow. Yeah, you, got, awesome. you need to plan it. <laughs> got to. But yes, thank you, man. Blessings on you, blessings on everything you're doing, man. And with the podcast and, and the information that you're sharing, man, and blessings on you and your family as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. You have a great day. You too. Thank you. And I'll send that stuff over to you. So. Okay. Okay. Bye. All right. Take care. Yeah. Remember to hit the follow or subscribe button and always leave us a review whenever you have the opportunity to. You can as well reach us via email at contacts at simblockshare.com or visit us on our webpage. It's at www.simblockshare.com slash podcast. Until the next episode, take care.